Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's performance of My Favourite Flop. Merry Christmas! Welcome to our out-of-town... Limited edition... Christmas, Christmas special. special of My Favorite Flop. Hi, it is, what date is today? Today is the 29th, right? Of December? Something like that. I'm Christina. And I'm Bobby. And um, today we're going to talk about A Christmas Story. A Christmas Story, the musical. You have to. Right, have to I'm sorry. I have to add the musical. Because... We are talking about musicals on this podcast, friends. So just assume musical goes at the end of every title. Right. I mean, this is the out-of-town tryout, so forgive us. We're going to be fixing things before our big opening night next Tuesday, January 5th. Uh, make sure to tune in. But yeah, A Christmas Story the Musical. We wanted to give you guys, just like, you know, Downton Abbey, do a special Christmas episode. <laughs> um, and uh, we were going through, and we realized that there were a lot of shows we technically could talk about on this podcast because most Christmas shows are limited engagements, like this episode. So they qualify as a flop because they don't recoup and they have less than 200 performances. Yeah, and so this one totally qualifies. I think the Broadway production of A Christmas Story, the musical, cost $9.5 million. And in the couple weeks that it played on Broadway back in 2012, I... I don't even think it made that much. And that's not even like counting how much the weekly operating costs were. I think it I think it grossed uh, just over eight million dollars. But again, they had to pay people for all those right. weeks. So, it, do. yeah, it was nowhere near recouping uh, during its limited engagement. Uh, they obviously didn't extend it. They weren't like people love Christmas so much. Let's keep it up through March. No. <laughs> no, it. but it has subsequently had a tour almost every year since. Uh, and it a... is a huge hit in the regional world. Well, yeah, it? It, came, it came back to New York the following year. But oh, not I... to Broadway. Right, to Madison Square Garden. Right. Uh, As part of the tour or separate from the tour? I don't know. I think it's one of those weird Grinch situations where there was a tour, but this also was a tour as well, but they were different. I don't know. You've done, haven't you done Christmas tours, Christina, or no? Have I done Christmas tours? No, I've just done Grinchmas at Universal Studios. Oh, okay. I was like, you did the Grinch somewhere. And I know that no. the Grinch <laughs> did that because our good friend Danny Gerwin did the Grinch at Madison Square Garden as he did part a of a tour. He did a couple years in a row, right? I think he did it more than one year in a yeah, row. I remember I remember him coming to visit me and having eggs and bacon at a diner as we <laughs> talked about. That Grinch. sounds like a perfect day. It was magical. Uh, but A Christmas Story. So this musical, which has been on Broadway once for about a month and a half, is based on the famous movie from the 80s. Uh, which is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Oh, and then a lot of people will say that it is one of mine, but they play it. Don't they do marathons of this movie every year on yes. TV? Like you, if TBS. you, TBS does Christmas story marathons. It has iconic moments like you'll shoot your eye out. Uh, what's his face getting his tongue stuck to the to the frozen pole? Yep. Um, Ralphie getting the his Red mouth. Red Ryder BB gun. Red Ryder BB gun. Uh, Ralphie getting his mouth washed out with soap. That infamous lamp. The lamp that too many of my friends have, and I'm just like, why? <laughs> Wait, do you guys have one? No. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, people love a Christmas story, so it only made sense. 
um, for them to eventually turn into a musical, right? Totally. And they they dedicated an entire song to, you'll shoot your eye out. Honestly, so I saw the Broadway production. I oh, think fun. More than once. And Carolyn O'Connor. Is brilliant. Who, is brilliant, who played the teacher on Broadway. It was the standout moment. Literally, the musical was good, but then she comes on and she's like, oh, by the way, I can do stuff. And she <laughs> sings this song and you're like, oh, this is amazing. This is everything I wanted this musical to be was that song in the yes, show. Yes, and then the kids coming out. Look, I have a special place in my heart for a musical that has super talented kids that come out and just own what it is they do. Well, and I've seen a and lot that, of that number does that. That kid who comes out does with a tap. tap oh my gosh. Oh. No. Like, so I have seen many musicals with children at this point because I, I lived in New York for eight years and I've worked as a professional actor. And there have been, you know, I saw the revival of Annie. I saw Matilda. We uh, saw a odd production of Annie, remember, in New York one year. Oh, we saw the tour in Brooklyn. Yeah. We saw that the non equity the non equity tour in Brooklyn. We took a train. That was a journey. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I've seen lots of musicals with kids. Hands down, the most talented kids I've ever seen on Broadway were in a Christmas Story the musical. Uh, with they were the most incredible. Talented kid being the tap break, and you'll show I you could, out. like watching the Tony performance of that that year. I was like, what? It made me. I'm sorry. What? It made me question all my life choices. I was like, well. Right? You can do it prop four, five. I don't know how old you are, but I can't do it 30s. So I in give a up. zoot suit. In a zoot suit, I give up. You'll shoot your eye out. Uh yeah, I I liked a Christmas story the musical. I think that um most holiday musicals, because of the limited engagements, you can't make your money back. You know, $9.5 million is what it costs to do a musical on Broadway. That's a nice average range in modern times. Yeah. And you can't make that back in a month and a half. There's just no... No, there's no way. But I will say, I think that the success of the show comes from it is a large children's cast. So it means doing it at community theaters, high schools, middle schools, right. you know, um, even regionally. It is so easy and fun to do and a great way to bring in the family and certainly a way for the original writers um, and producers to make it back later on well yeah right? and there were articles at the time when they were talking they're like so how are you going to make your money back and they're like we're not we know this like the producers knew it when they opened but they were like we're in the long game we're looking you know for for more tours after broadway we're looking for big regional productions arenas which they eventually got with madison square garden right and then they even got a movie which was really kind of cool yeah the tv live version i think 2017 Christmas Story Something Live like yeah. on Fox, which was not the most popular TV musical of all time. but It didn't seem to... I saw the TV Live version, and I just... It didn't seem to have the heart like the original movie did and, and like the Broadway production did. I've seen a lot of clips from the Broadway production. Right. Um, and it just it has so much soul and excitement, and you could see the joy and who who was on stage and I just didn't I didn't get that from the TV movie musical well um, it, yeah it kind of felt like a photocopy of a photocopy and I'm going to explain yeah. what I mean because the musical look there are some musicals that are based on films that are 
expertly adapted and crafted and they yeah. exist separately like little shop of horrors you know what i mean it is it's legally own blonde monster legally blonde is also a brilliant adaptation uh you know a little night music if you want to get mm. into the hoity-toity upper you know <laughs> echelon of musical theater but a christmas story took the other route which is valid but they decided to take everything memorable about the movie and put it on stage including there's a song called you'll shoot your eye out you know when people, whenever they talk about putting a movie on stage, you always hear the rumblings of, oh, they're going to turn that line into a musical number or they're going to turn. Right. <laughs> and A Christmas Story did that. But, you and know, they did it very successfully. Very successfully. Add. The cast was super talented. You know, Pask and Paul, I think this was their first Broadway credit. Yeah, I think so. It was it was what put them on the map, at least. Yeah, at least on Broadway. You know, they had done, you know, off-Broadway with, I think, Dogfight. And obviously Edges, you know, had been in the college circuit and things like that. But this really put them up on the big, like, by the way, we do Broadway too. And eventually, right. Dear Evan Hansen. So it's really great music, really great cast. But, you know, they chose to do, uh, you know, so it's kind of like they did a photocopy of the movie a little bit. But then what they did on Fox, it's like... I don't know if they were able to encapsulate everything that made, like you said, the musical as charming as it was. It was the musical on TV with really famous people. Uh, Matthew yeah. Broderick was in it. Oh, gosh. Uh, Jane Krakowski. Maya Rudolph was in the movie version. I mean, it was a it was a great cast and they're all super talented, too. It wasn't even like they hired non-musical people. They, they right. were people who Anna Gasteyer was in that. Um, it just it didn't translate super well. Uh, to Fox. Yeah, this season that uh, A Christmas Story the Musical was on Broadway was the same season that Elf was doing its revival. Oh, right. So Elf and <laughs> Christmas Story. Wait, and what? I, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I didn't even look this up. But I feel like Grinch was also either touring or at Madison Square Garden. It was at the same probably time. at Madison Square Garden because it did about five or six years in a row. I mean, I felt like I remember being in New York and thinking, this is the year of Christmas musicals, <laughs> like everything on Broadway. Everything was on Broadway. Well, and the thing is, is this was Elf's revival, right? So right. in 2010 um, is when it premiered and it it was very successful considering, again, it was the limited engagement. And there was no way to recoup the money. Right. Um, but then it was brought back to Broadway. And so then you're also fighting with that. And Elf is a more... That movie was more recent and so is in the minds of a lot of young, the younger generation, right? Whereas A Christmas Story, unless you grew up in the 80s or 90s, is probably not one that you really know. I know TBS does their 24 hours. I was about to say, unless you're an but, avid TBS watcher, then yeah. <laughs> I mean... But unless it. like your parents introduce it to you, even still, I feel like if you're born of a certain generation, you're not going to have the same attachment to it as someone from our generation. Well, you know? yeah. And especially, I mean, I'm going to out myself who come doesn't come from the most like upper middle class families. There were a lot of similarities to Ralphie's family and my own. You know what I mean? And so it meant a lot to my clan because you know, everything that they were going through with, you know, picking out the Christmas tree and just spending the money on a ridiculous gift like that damn lamp. Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, there was there was something that you could relate to. And I mean, I got my mouth washed out with soap all the time. Me too, man. So me too. I There's could... an iconic memory in our house of me running around the kitchen island 
saying, I didn't mean to say it. I didn't mean to say it. I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And like my mom chasing me to put soap in my mouth. (laughs) Oh, gosh. But I always so. So, you know, if you were an early like if you were born in the 80s and you were a kid in the 90s like I was, uh, it wasn't bars of soap. Like Ralphie no, got. It was liquid it soap. It was liquid soap. And let me tell you, I wished I was Ralphie so much because I could bite down and I have bitten down on a regular bar of soap. And that's bad. But you get Dawn in your mouth and Dawn stays in your mouth for it stays. It stays and you are like for minutes, many minutes. It feels like hours just getting Dawn out of your mouth. So Ralphie had a good compared she, to He did have a good. He should know that. <laughs> He should know he had a good bar of soap. Bar of soap. Yeah. So, okay. Well, because we're supposed to, you know, put our opinions on things, you know. And so we've talked a lot of history about the show and Christmas musicals and things like that. Christina, do you think holiday musicals can be profitable on Broadway? Do you think there's a world where... I I can't even think of an example of a Christmas musical that's played all year long. If it's a musical that like just captures people's imagination and love of musicals in some way, I don't see why it couldn't go past the Christmas time on Broadway. So Beauty and the Beast, technically, they celebrate Christmas over the course of that show. But I wouldn't consider it a Christmas musical. This Uh, is true. I personally have always, you're going to laugh at this, I've considered Cats a Christmas musical and not because the movie came out at Christmas time last year, Uh, but because there are Christmas (laughs) lights all over the stage. So, I mean, someone has to be celebrating Christmas. Uh, But... Okay. Uh, the only the only one that I think could actually work because of its rabid fan base uh, and because it kind of extends beyond Christmas anyway, if they ever brought Nightmare Before Christmas to the stage and they yes. did it well, I think that could have an open run. Like, you could enjoy that not only between October and December. I would enjoy that in April. I mean, I would see yeah. a Nightmare Before Christmas. I, yeah. I think you, you were right on the money with that. And I mean, they've been working on it. I've seen workshop footage and um as well as you know workshop photos of jack and what that costume would look like um right and i think it would be incredible if they managed to do it 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 is one of those things that they have to do it right they have to get it right the first time they can't go out there and it not be a hit because that movie has such a special place in pretty much everyone's heart. I I don't know anyone who doesn't like that movie. So we've had, we've had, I I think a lot of, you know, holiday theme musicals come to Broadway over the years. Things like Elf, obviously A Christmas Story, many different versions of A Christmas Carol, uh, Here's Love, which is the Miracle on 34th Street musical, which will probably be an episode of this podcast. At some point, yes. But, uh, yeah, but so what, I don't know, Christina. Like we've we've talked about a couple, but I'm sure you have some favorite holiday films. What 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 holiday movie that hasn't been turned into a Broadway musical would you like to see? Okay. So, I have a couple of ideas in my head. Okay. One, I would love for someone to make a musical that is all about Hallmark Christmas movies. Okay. And the fascination with them and it turning into a Hallmark Christmas movie within like, be really meta about it. I would love for someone to come up with that, especially because my dad, like, in our house, we start watching Christmas movies in November okay. when Lifetime and Hallmark starts putting out 
their so, movies. So it's a little bit like Scrooge, right? Like he's yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Um, I would love to see that. I think seeing a Muppets Christmas Carol on stage could be pretty spectacular. And uh, I think the other one that I would just love as a guilty pleasure would be the holiday, the musical. Okay. Okay. Which could be one of those that would go past Christmas because really it's a love story. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No, it is. And that's, you know, I just remembered there is a Christmas musical but it's flopped every time it's been on Broadway. She Loves Me is absolutely oh, a Christmas yeah. musical. It is a Christmas musical. It's 100%. And it's one that, has, that doesn't necessarily come out at Christmas. Mm. No. And like I said, it flopped, I think, all three times it's been but on Broadway. But I also but... love it. And I really love Zachary Levi or Bonanti. Oh, I mean, every... It's so beautiful. <laughs> every Broadway production, and including the movie version that never got made, you know who was supposed to star in that, right? No. Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I know. Ah, that's. It was going to reunite them after Mary Poppins. And that would have been absolutely spectacular. And that is an absolute fail on whoever was supposed to produce that. I know. I know. It should have happened. I know. Well, I agree about the Muppets. I think the Muppets, you know, they've talked about it for years and years and years about what, what the Muppets could do on Broadway. I actually think the only Muppet thing that could work, at least as the first one, would be a Muppet Christmas Carol. Because in my humble, humble, humblest opinion, it is the only movie version of a Christmas Carol that actually works. I agree. It's the only one that does. Like, I mean, <laughs> the Gonzo... The ones just get too much... <laughs> But Gonzo gets, he goes there and he narrates he it, which, uh, you know, I think you have to have the Dickens. You can't, I don't think it, Christmas Carol works without the Dickens. And so by making Gonzo Dickens, it works. Yeah. And it, he's so sassy and fun. And then Rizzo is like, okay, but let's be real kids. You know, like <laughs> Gonzo's being weird right now. Let me, let me, let me okay. put it straight for you. I have a new one. Wait, wait, wait. What about Home Alone? Which one? Well, probably two, because that's lost in New York. Right. But and I would so, just love to see. I mean, we've had Jersey Boys running for how many years now, right? We have plenty of Pesci's running around. Let's get a Joe Pesci. Let's get a tall guy in there. And let's have some real slapstick on Broadway. Heck, I will be the tall guy. I mean, there was a magical time when I was in callbacks for the tour to play Joe Pesci. So you once were... upon a time... You would once, actually be really good at that role. Once upon a time when Joe Pesci was the like emergency cover for Frankie Valley. Yes. Oh. oh no, that's still that's still the tracking. Oh, is it? Was it on oh, your Oh yeah, he's was it first on your ship? cover. Pesci's first cover. Yeah. There we go. Um, okay. So Christmas story on Broadway. It's only been on Broadway once. Uh, you know, Elf has been there a couple times. You know, I think after the Broadway production. It was on a pretty good trajectory. It went to Madison Square Garden. It continued to tour. But that, do you, I mean, it's been a couple years now. Do you think that that TV version kind of eclipsed its momentum at that point? Or have you I seen mean, people doing it? I've seen a lot of people regionally doing it. Okay. Um, and I know the tour was still happening non-union um, in 2018. Oh, wow. Okay. So yes. the movie didn't, the movie didn't totally... 
No. And I think that I think that especially regionally, it really works because you put it up at Christmas time. You're able to run it from November through December. It's a great way if you're if you're a company that does a Christmas show. It's a great way to bring in families. Right. And it's so fun. It's high energy. There's a lot of sass in it. I mean, that Santa Claus song is hilarious for adults. Oh, yeah. So like, well, and it's it's a nice alternative. You know, I know a lot of theaters across the country. I just thought of another Christmas musical and we totally failed, Christina. Oh, no. What? Annie is absolutely a Christmas musical. Is it? We're getting a new deal for Christmas. That's literally finale to the show. Um, I don't ever think of it as a Christmas show. But but most OK, so most theaters, they either do some version of a Christmas carol or they do Annie at holiday time, you know, whether or you they consider... do the radio play of It's a Wonderful Life. Right. And that's those are like the standards at every regional amateur theater across America. But uh I feel like I feel like thanks to things like a Christmas Carol, a Christmas story there you uh, go. and Elf. Now, uh, a lot of theaters have some options, which they didn't really have before, you know? Yeah, I agree. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so this was just a sneak peek, uh, kind of our out of town Christina, what were you calling it? It was an out-of-town... Our out-of-town limited engagement Christmas special. It's our it's our Downton Abbey episode. Uh, sneak peek because our, our show actually launches. Our big opening night uh, is in one week from today, January 5th. Check us out. We're all over social media. Christina, where are we? We're not on TikTok yet, so don't say that one. We're not on the Tickety Talks yet. Not quite. Uh, but we are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, as well as our website, www.myfavoriteflop.com. I mean, right now. What? I was going to say, right now, it's just got a, a, it's got a ticky tock. It's got a countdown. (laughs) But on January 5th, it'll be a real website. It will be. And you can sign up for our newsletters. So you'll know when new episodes come out and when uh, sneak peek stuff comes into play. Uh, and you'll also be able to check out all of our clues that we put out there about what our next episode is going to be. Right. And so we have to give a clue for the first episode because that's we kind do. of we're, we're going to give the first clue. We're going to do five clues as we try to let people know what our upcoming episode is. We might drop it after we do a couple of these. But for now, we're given five and we give the first one. So uh, should we do the first one now? Yeah. OK, so episode one, clue number one. This musical is based on a celebrity. Ta-da! Ta-da! It's not Ava Perón, though. So (laughs) that that show didn't flop. It Uh, definitely did not. Make sure to tune in next week, uh, January 5th, for our opening night, our actual first episode. And uh, tell everyone you know about us, because we need lots and lots of listeners. Uh, Christina, do you have a special message for our listeners today? Yes, please go follow us on all the social media at My Favorite Flop. And you can check out our website, myfavoriteflop.com. Now, friends, be like the Dodger. Consider yourself at home. Wear a mask. Bye. Bye. Thanks.